why the third eye, why the third eye center is the focus of meditation in Sant on today's Sant Satsang podcast, a production of Spiritual Awakening Radio. In the demiurgical systems or callistic paths, there is always this running out of the clock that the divine realm isn't available to human beings right now, but in the future, when the calendar turns to 11, 11, 11, 11, in some future yuga, golden age, or epoch, or dispensation, that it's always in the future. But we human beings live in the living present. The Gospel of Thomas has this great emphasis upon a now kingdom instead of a never kingdom saying that the kingdom of God is spread out upon the earth, but people don't see it. That the birds of the sky are not being misled by bad teachings. And so if people say the kingdom is in the sky, up in the sky, the birds will actually get there before the misled people are able to get to it. There is a sense of one has to spend decades and decades trying to develop super ethical purity or to work through the chakra system and in a few decades or lifetimes then then all of a sudden one can begin the spiritual journey so these are all essentially unattainable uh, ways of presenting accessing the divine realm and the clock runs out but the way of the mystics is not a never kingdom, but a now kingdom, a living present tense kingdom that can be accessed by human beings in the here and in the now. The following is a discourse by Baba Ram Singh. Why we begin meditation at the third eye center in Sant It's the seat of the soul. When we sit for meditation, we close our eyes and then we focus our thoughts at the back of the eye center and our faculty of visualization is also there, which also visualizes the form of the master within. And by doing Simran, the repetition of sacred names, we concentrate our attention and focus at the back of the eye center. Then automatically, when we sit for meditation, our attention starts getting focused on the form of the master at the back of the eye center. There are the Rishis and Munis in India who also do meditation, but their meditation and their focus of, of attention are slightly different. Instead of focusing at the back of the eye center, what they do is they start focusing on the chakras. So in the physical body, we have six chakras, and starting from the lowest chakra, they start doing the mantra practice. Each chakra has a mantra. And what they do is they repeat the mantras, and when a certain number of times that mantra is done, tens of thousands of times, then that chakra opens up, and that way they start progressing by opening each of the chakras and going inside and up within their body. So for them, it, to, for them to take and open each of the chakras and then the seventh above that and go up inside, it takes a very, very long time. Mahatmas say that when someone has to climb a mountain and he is midway standing on the mountain already, there is no point in going down to the bottom of that mountain and then start climbing all the way up again. Instead, he should climb upwards from where he is at. 
So the soul is currently situated at the back of the eye center. And therefore, saints say that you should start from there. You start focusing there and focus your attention where the soul and the master stay. That is at the back of the eye center. So therefore, we should lovingly focus our attention and do the Simran and Dion, that is the contemplation of the form of the master while doing Simran at the back of the eye center. When we do this lovingly, we also start getting the grace of the Master there. Baba Ram Singh. So he is describing here that the seat of the soul in the human body is in the forehead, between the two eyes, between the two eyebrows, at the third eye. That that is the place where the soul interfaces with the mind and brain and that is the place. And in the waking state of consciousness, we are there. We can access that. We don't need to go to the lowest chakra and work our way up. We can just simply focus at the third eye center and begin the journey here today, right now, in this living present. From the outside perspective, people worry about how to locate their third eye. From the outside perspective, the third eye center has been described as being between the two eyebrows, but really from the inside perspective, from the point of view of the meditation cushion, is an even better and practical description. This is from the teaching of Sant Kripal Singh. That which sees the darkness with eyes closed is the third eye. Also from Sant Kripal Singh, Close your eyes as in deep sleep and look sweetly, lovingly, intently into the middle of the darkness lying in front of you. You will see a dark veil. That which sees the dark veil within without the help of your physical eyes is the inner eye. The third eye has also been called the Tishratil, the Shivnetra, the tenth gate. This is from the teachings of Swami Sant Seviji Maharaj, his book, Harmony of All Religions. The tenth gate is the gathering point of consciousness. Therein lies the path for our return. The tenth gate is also known as the sixth chakra, the third eye, Bindu, the center, located between the two eyebrows. This is the gateway through which we leave the gates of the sense organs and enter into the divine realms and finally become established in the soul. We travel back from the realm of darkness to the realm of light, from the light to the divine sound, and from the realm of sound to the soundless state. This is called turning back to the source. This is called turning back to the source.
The following is from the book Morning Talks by Sant Kripal Singh. The masters tell us that there is also another eye, called variously the third eye, the single eye, or the Shiv Netra. Unless you open that third eye, which can be opened only while in the man body, the human form, you are nowhere. It is the eye of the soul, not of the intellect, nor the outgoing faculties. We are in-souled bodies, conscious entities, working through mind and outgoing faculties. That inner eye is opened when our soul, the outward expression of which is called attention, is withdrawn to the seat of the soul in the body, which is at the back of the two eyes. The attention is now working at the level of the eyes through the mind and outgoing faculties. We are identified with the body and we have forgotten ourselves. Unless that very attention is withdrawn from outside and just extricated above the outgoing faculties, which end at the level of the eyes, we cannot know who we truly are. At the time of death, you will come to this point. Therefore, it is said, this is one of the ancient sages of antiquity who said, those who are initiated into the mysteries of the beyond their soul has the same experience of leaving the body and the outgoing faculties as it has at the time of death. That eye opens when the attention is withdrawn from outside and then dragged up from the level of the outgoing faculties, the senses, to the seat of the soul in the body, which is at the back of the two eyes. That is the place where man leaves the body at the time of death. Kabir says, just direct your attention to the seat above the outgoing faculties. Sant Kripal Singh, when your attention reaches that point, your inner eye opens. The inner eye is within all. So that is why it is said that it is better to enter the world with one eye rather than two. If thine eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. A saying of Jesus that's very much misunderstood in the West, although I will say from my studies of the various Gnostic and Christian mystic traditions that it has been understood in times past by the Christian mystics, the various Gnostic schools of the past, when they quote that saying, if your eye be single, your whole body will be full of light. They don't see that as a metaphor for understanding some intellectual teaching or something, or doctrine or theology or creed, but rather an experience of real light seen. Valentinus of Alexandria once said, when the Father, who alone is good, visits the heart, he makes it holy and fills it with light. And so a person who has such a heart is called blessed, for that person will see God. Faith in Christ is living noetic light. The light of Jesus is noetic or spiritual light, and blessed is the soul which is accounted worthy to see it. That's a quote from St. Isaac of Nineveh. From the Gospel, the Gnostic Gospel of 
Peace to Sophia, faith wisdom. Man's soul shall become when it leaveth the body, a great flood of light, so as to traverse all the regions until it cometh into the kingdom of mystery. Seek all of you after the light, so that the power of your soul that is in you may find life. Do not cease seeking day or night until you find the mysteries of the kingdom of light, which will purify you, transform you into pure light, and guide you into the kingdom of the light. While we're on the subject of the Christian mystics, this is from Joseph the Visionary, a Syriac saint quoted in the book The Syriac Fathers on Prayer and the Spiritual Life, on singleness of vision, the single eye. If thine eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. Thus, as a result of recollecting all of these things, the impulses of the mind are extended from the sphere of material things towards those impulses which are without limit. That is to say, wonder at the new world and the faculty of vision which belongs to contemplation of God. For when the vision of the mind is mingled with the light, all its impulses become infinite. For none of the visionaries are Gnostics is able to distinguish the identity of the mind as a result of the vision of that glorious light that is seen. For all the innermost chambers of the heart are filled by that blessed light. Some passages from Joseph the Visionary. Aptly named, mystic, a Syriac mystic quoted in the book, The Syriac Fathers on Prayer and the Spiritual Life about singleness of vision, the single eye or third eye, where the light is accessed. Some introductory meditation instructions from Sant Kripal Singh, also from Hazur Baba Sawan Singh, which will give you a sense, a taste, of how this third eye meditation works. This is sometimes referred to as Jyoti meditation, light meditation, introductory meditation instructions. It's not initiation into the mysteries and the complete meditation practices of Sant Mat, but it gives you a sense, an inkling, of the third eye and the potential that exists in that void of the darkness, that field of darkness which lies before you with eyes closed. Hazur Baba Sawan Singh advised those not initiated yet into the mysteries of inner light and sound meditation, Surat Shabad Yoga, as to any exercises which might help you until the time of your initiation it, uh, I can only suggest 
at this time that you may sit in meditation in a quiet place, like your own bedroom or some room, as secluded as possible, and with spine and body erect in a comfortable position, fix all the attention at the center, just back of the two eyes, and slowly repeat the word Radha Swami, fixing the mind on the Supreme Being, who is your Supreme Father. Unquote. Radha Swami means Lord of the Soul and is a name for God in Santmat. Radha Swami, Lord of the Soul. Attention at the center, just back of the two eyes, in other words, the third eye, and slowly repeat the word Radha Swami, fixing the mind on the Supreme Being, who is your Supreme Father. And some public domain introductory meditation instructions from Kripal Singh. Meditation is the process of withdrawing the attention from the world outside and focusing it at the seat of the soul in the body, behind and between the eyebrows. This point is known as the inner eye, third eye, the single eye, Shivnetra, Tishra Til. In order to withdraw our attention and focus it on this point, mind must be controlled and stilled. Sit in one pose and move not your head, limbs, or eyes. Sit straight but relaxed with no tension in the body below. Sit still, please. To be still does not mean moving. He's speaking to a crowd originally here. His eye, his arms, rather, his arms sweep inward, hands contracting to the point between his eyes. He's pointing to his third eye. Kripal saying, close your eyes as in sleep and look sweetly, lovingly, intently into the middle of the darkness lying in front of you. You will see a dark veil, that which sees the dark veil within, without the help of your physical eyes, is the inner eye. Do not put any strain on your physical eyes, nor turn them upwards, for that will result in a headache or heat. Pay no attention to the breathing process. Let it go on naturally. There are two currents working in the body, one of motor currents, or prana, or the vital airs, and the other of surat, or attention, which gives us the sense of feeling. The saints do not touch the prana currents, which govern breathing, circulation of blood, growing of hair and nails. The pranic system of breath control is the way of the yogis and not that of the saints. The saint's way is to concentrate surat or attention at the single or third eye while mentally repeating the mantra of five charged names which act as an open sesame to the higher planes. Those who are initiated repeat the five charged words one by one very slowly, mentally, internally, at intervals, so that your inner eye is not disturbed. Those who have not been initiated just sit in sweet remembrance of God, repeating with the tongue of thought any name of God or saint which you hold dear. As you look within, you will see a sky or blue sky. If you look minutely into it, you will find it studded with stars. You will find it studded 
with stars. Or you may see pinpoints of light. If so, try to locate the big star out of them and fix your whole attention on that. Then you may see the inner sun or moon. If so, focus all your attention into the middle. It will break into pieces and you will cross it. Beyond you will see the radiant form of the master or his master. He continues with the esoteric instructions until everyone is absorbed. Become the I itself. Go on looking constantly without a break. Any effort on your part stands in the way. Let yours be an effortless effort and you will find that your soul will be withdrawn from the body. Become the I itself, says Sant Kripal Singh. For more on the teachings of Kripal Singh, check out the website ruhanisatsangusa.org. So that's a sense of an inkling of a glimpse into the meditation practice and why we begin meditation at the third eye center in Sant Mat. The reason for that is it's the seat of the soul. Wrapping up today's Satsang podcast, a passage from Sant Tulsi Sahib of Hathras. Give up being limited to this habitation of skin. Adopt the practice of repeating the name of the Supreme Being. Purify and train the attention faculty of your soul in meditation. By means of inner vision, Recognize the abode of the Beloved and unite with the current of spirituality, the sound current, or Shabad. Penetrate through the third eye and arrive at the cave of the inner sky.